Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dotson, pastor of JF Believers Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Matthew chapter 25, verse 24 of our text says, He also, who had received the one talent, came and said, Lord, I knew that you are a hard man, reaping where you didn't sow and gathering where you didn't scatter. And I was afraid and went away and I hid your talent in the earth. Behold, you have what is yours. Now, the reasons for our lack of service to God are numerous and equally lame. We claim we're too busy, too young, too old, or that we have other obligations. Sometimes we even shamefully attempt to spiritualize our excuses with claims of being, oh, I don't know, a prayer warrior in the body of Christ or a financial giver, as if these somehow excused us from dirtying our hands in real service. To be one who prays for the work or financially supports the work does not actually make one a worker. These acts are something we all are called on to participate, this prayer and giving. And we're to do so outside of, or at least alongside of, our gifts of service, you know, the ones that are actually the ones where we get in and get our hands dirty doing. The Lord has a very different take on such folks who try to take a pass. He says in verse 26, but the Lord answered him, you wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I didn't sow and gather where I didn't scatter. You ought therefore to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming you should have received back my own with interest. The Lord sees these wasters as quote, wicked and lazy, end quote. How can we in any way, shape or form fail to understand this very clear language? The view presented herein is that these souls have taken the life and the blessings that naturally accompany our redemption and have given nothing in return. Now, for the record, let me stop for a moment and clarify. Salvation is a free gift with no strings attached. We cannot and do not earn our salvation. We do not earn our standing in heaven or the love that he has for us. Yet. Romans 12.1 tells us, quote, Therefore I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual, or some texts say, reasonable service. Yes, indeed it is. Verse 28 says, Take away, therefore, the talent from him, and give it to the one who has ten talents. For to everyone who has been given, he will have abundance, but from him who doesn't have, even that which he has will be taken away. Elsewhere in Luke 16, verse 10, we read, He who is faithful in a very little is faithful also in much. He who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. Now, these verses actually explain a lot as to what is occurring around us on any given day. Many of us want great position and title, but we are frankly unwilling to serve in the small 
in non-public ways. Luke 18.14 tells us, For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but he who humbles himself will be exalted. God has, throughout Scripture, made it repeatedly clear that the way up is down. The way to greatly serve God is to be faithful in any way that we can, no matter its public importance, no matter the humility required. Now, ultimately, we must ask ourselves why. Why are we serving if indeed we are? Now, the reality of this passage has hopefully come home to many of us. Saved? Hmm, perhaps. But if we fail to be faithful to the Master, not only will we never know the real and total joy of the Lord, but the stuff we do have is in danger of disappearing. Verse 30 says, Throw out the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. So lastly, we must acknowledge a reality of the Christian life, and that is that a truly redeemed individual, well, doesn't really even need to hear this message. For the one who has really been redeemed is so cognizant and appreciative of what has been done for him or her that no one need twist his arm to do for Jesus. The truth is, we would even do it if there was no eternal life waiting at the end. Yet in the greatness of it all, we know that there is indeed. And Jesus had spent a great deal of the recorded Gospel of Matthew teaching a very real and practical version of Christianity. This was not a faith that was manifest solely in religious acts such as church attendance and a pious exterior facade. It was a faith that was manifest in action, service, and holiness and faithfulness. So Jesus now speaks of his inevitable judgment of these matters. This is the judgment that many of us actually spend a lifetime trying to forget. And no doubt many of us, like Belshazzar of Old Testament fame, will be, quote, weighed in the balances and be found wanting. Verse 31 says, But when the Son of Man comes in his glory, and all the holy angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. Now please notice that this verse begins with the word when. Not if, but when. When the Son of Man comes. The fact that this appearance is accompanied by all the holy angels and he will then sit on the throne of his glory means that this is speaking of his second coming at the end of the tribulation. Going on in verse 32, it says, Before him all the nations will be gathered, and he will separate them one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Now all the nations herein speaks of all of mankind, especially the Gentile people groups. At this point, Christ will separate the two, the sheep from the goats. Now we know the sheep are those who actually have a shepherd. And Jesus says in John 10:14, I am the good shepherd, I know my own, and 
I am known by my own. Interestingly enough, sheep and goats are both considered clean animals by the Jewish nation. Thus, we can gather from this passage, as well as the context of the whole chapter, if not scripture as a whole, that he is addressing the sum of all those who believe themselves to actually be clean. But Ezekiel 34:17 warns us of such a separation, saying, As for you, O my flock, the Lord Yahweh says, Behold, I judge between the sheep and the goats, the rams and the male goats. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Pastor Tim and JF Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.